Hi everyone, this is Chris McGowan, a.k.a. Magoogs, a.k.a. Mac to the Gow, a.k.a. Duncan. No, I don't call myself Duncan. Anyway, still undecided about the new show. Haven't heard anything yet, but boy, I'm, I'm tempted, folks. I'm tempted to watch it. How mad will I be if they reveal who A is in that pilot episode? I am tempted. So basically, at this point, I'm waiting for someone to talk me out of it, because I am ready to do it. Um, but we have to, we're coming up on the season two finale. Look at this. I'm going to make a prediction as I record this that you're getting this Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll see if that's the case. All right, let's just get into it. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's a. Season two, episode twenty-three. We see the we see the season finale on the horizon. Two episodes away, folks. Two episodes away. This one is called "Eye of the Beholder." Eye of the Beholder. Not quite sure what that has to do with anything. Oh, I get it. Eye. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, previously on, got the Red Coat of Doom from Vivian Dark Bloom. The Ezra job uh, situation comes to a head this episode. Just reminded that that's a thing. And I wasn't quite sure why they showed this in the previous on. Then I remembered they showed us Jason and Mom Hastings' last interaction, which was way back when they had that overnight thing, the uh, dealing with conflict sleepover thing at the school. So weird. We're reminded that Ella is trying to understand Ezra and Arya. Toby return? Question mark. And then reminded that Toby and Ren with three ends are, I guess, in conflict. We're reminded that Hannah threw her phone in the sink. And then uh, Duncan. New character, Duncan alert. New character alert. We start in on the four liars, talking about uh, the coat guy. They're like outside of like a cafeteria, and um, they're saying like, "What did you tell Duncan?" And she's like, uh, "Well, I said I was a friend of Vivian's, and then he ran away. <laughs> and then he ran away. I guess his full name is Duncan Albert, so she has his digits. He knew Allison, and I'm just going to say this right now because I still I'm not entirely sure the show has put a fine pin on this. I'm just going to say Brookhaven is another like suburb like Rosewood. They haven't necessarily said that. I'm just going to say that. So that I stop worrying about it. And if I'm wrong, uh, I'll get corrected. So they're chatting about Duncan and, and like all this Brookhaven stuff. And then a car shows up. Car service shows up. Door opens. A Jenna comes walking out of the car with a bandage on her right eye. Correct? And then Toby also gets out from the other side. And they're like, oh, she had the operation. Theory alert. Theory alert. As I said previously, I think she already had this procedure. Because if you recall, folks... If you recall, oh, even better theory, folks. Even better theory. So hang on to that. Do you remember a long time ago, Toby and Garrett were, were being all tough about it. Jenna went away in a car, right? Jenna comes back, had not had the, quote, surgery yet, right? Now she's returned. She has a bandage over her right eye. Keep that in mind, her right eye. Cut to Ashley and Hannah arguing about um, if Hannah should get a new phone. Mom has a point. Hannah destroyed her own phone. But Hannah also has a point. He says, look, I need a phone. I, I'm a kid. I need a phone. And then Asha basically gives her an ultimatum. When you want to tell me but the truth about, she doesn't say A, but that's what she's talking about. When you tell me the truth about what's going on, you'll get a new phone. Uh, Hannah runs away and Emily's like, Ugh, family arguments. I'm uncomfortable. Cut to the school. I could not believe this, folks. I literally paused the HBO Max and, and took a moment. I cannot believe that Mona... M-O-N capital A gives Hannah, Hannah a phone. She says it's a little old. Mind numbers programmed in here. I put what? So A, a.k.a. Mona, gives Hannah a pre-bugged phone. 
Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. Mona pays the bill, so, so Hannah won't even be able to see the calls. It's just wild. This is absolutely wild. The trouble ahead with this effing phone is unbelievable. My only hope here is Caleb eventually hacks the phone. He sees what's going on, and Mona will probably deny it, right? But he'll at least figure out, hey, this phone has been effing with everybody. My God. Cut to Duncan in the... Oh, yeah, not cut to it yet. But Duncan's going to come to the courtyard, folks. Look at that. It took me 40... What is this? 45 episodes to finally decide that that is not called the quad. That is called... I'm going to put an echo effect on here. The courtyard. So Duncan's going to come to the courtyard later and have a chant with Arya. Uh, And Emily looks uh, a little concerned. So, like, everyone walks away. Emily goes to her locker. She gets a text from Maya's phone. M, I'm okay. Don't tell more soon, Maya. We cut to the hallway, a whole bunch of hallway like shots here, little scenes. Toby is leading Jenna inside uh, the Enman office. Spencer w- walks up, and uh, her and Toby have quite an awkward scene. Uh, I'm wondering, no, Toby looks pretty good. Toby looks pretty good. I like, I like his, uh, I like his outfit, and his hair looks better too. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to do something different with my hair, so I guess I'm looking at other dude hairs, and I, and I like it. I like whatever he's doing. I like it. I like Toby's vibe right now. And yeah, she's like, "You're back," and he's like, "Yeah." so awkward here's the key to my theory that i just thought of as i was recording she's like oh she got the surgery and he says yes they do one eye at a time do one eye at a time folks she's already had the left eye done the right eye is legit right so when she went to that she went in that car service and she left town she had the left eye done now she can see out of her left eye now they're doing the right eye. I'm telling you, she can see. And Spencer's like, why are you doing this? And he says, she's my sister. It's very interesting the show has put, I just, I'm also just realizing this. They've given Spencer a half-brother in Jason. And Toby has a half-sister in Jenna. And there's a lot of back and forth between Spencer and Toby about what does it mean to be half-related to somebody. You know, she's trying to say Jenna, you know, is doing A, B, C, D, E, bad things. Therefore, it doesn't deserve your respect or your time or your help. And his point is, she's still related to me. And then on the flip of that, we see Mom Hastings saying to Spencer later on, which we'll get to, ignore him. And Spencer saying he is my brother. Very interesting. I like what they're doing here. I'm not sure they're, you know, nailing it on the head with the hammer here, but I like it. I like, I like, I like the uh, gray area we're, we're rolling around in. And Toby does say something uh, mysterious before we leave this scene. He says, all, you know, whatever's going on with Jenna, it's all going to come to an end. Really cryptic, Toby. And she basically, I think Spencer says, I'm sorry. I forget the exact thing she says. But basically, Toby says, a little late for that. Um, so you can tell he's still hurt. In fact, I would argue he probably most likely has feelings for her still. And he's, he's heartbroken. He was heartbroken. Jenna comes out. She senses Spencer. Wrong. She can see all that left eye. She can see all that left eye. So, but she says, Spencer's at you. And, and Spencer goes, yeah. Uh, they leave. Hannah runs and hides in a little alcove. She doesn't think she's seen, but as this podcast is very certain of, <laughs> with no real reason, Jenna clocks Hannah too. Cut to the courtyard. There's Duncan. What do we think about Duncan? I'm not quite sure what to think about Duncan yet. Uh, but Duncan is, uh, she goes, uh, so what's up, Duncan? He's like, I have a question for you first. Is Arya your real name? Uh, because he knows Vivian was not her real name. And I was surprised. Ari says, Allison. Allison's her real name. And he's like, good. Uh, felt like a test or something. I don't know. And then apparently he didn't know Allison had died. 
Uh, so Arya breaks the news to him about that. He stands up and turns away, which normally, you know, on the surface is like, oh, he took it hard. Also the classic soap opera bit. Villain turn away and they're looking like, do they know I did it? Kind of thing. It was very, it was very weird. A little melodramatic. So he does say also the villain thing. Do they know who did it? Of course, she says no. And then he tells Arya that Allison talked about all four of them to him. He doesn't want to talk about it any more than now. Uh, come meet him near a spot near, near Brookhaven. I'll call you. And he runs away. Oh, before he runs away, he does say he saw her that weekend. He saw Allison the weekend that she disappeared. Cut to a street, I guess this is after school, and we see Garrett's car drive off. Garrett's car drive off. No, to use meta knowledge, production knowledge, maybe they didn't book Garrett for this episode for just a shot in a car. Possibly. But also we don't know if Garrett was actually in that car. Just putting it out there. The second he drives off, where there's smoke, there's fire. Sorry, where there's smoke, there's... Where there's smoke, there's payback. That's what I put in there. Where there's smoke, there's payback. Now, based on the tag, based on the uh, post credit scene, I'm actually going to go ahead and actually reinforce what I just said. I don't think Garrett was in that car, right? I think the, the we're trying to, remember how I said, I predicted this. Aha, I predicted this. Garrett's the fall guy. So they are setting up Garrett to be the one that does all this. Garrett's car drives off. Make sure liars see that. Send text connected to Toby and Jenna. At that exact moment, for whatever reason, Toby and Jenna come walking out. The fire department is there. I have a theory about that as well. I think Jenna is absolutely behind all of this. And in fact, boy, this is just this is just a theory episode, right? All this is leading to Garrett having page five. So Garrett's going down at the end of the season. There's no question in my mind. So Jenna wants him out of the picture. Her and Noel, he's going to have page five on him. He's going to be set up for this for this situation probably tied into Jason somehow. It's all connected. Okay, enough of that. For some reason, the fire department is at uh, Jenna and Toby's house for the Jenna thing, which was a year and a half ago. Oh, quite a while ago, two years ago, about the firecracker of doom. And then as the scene ends, we see some amazing space work by Toby. He is miming. I don't know. He's, he's doing a lot of hand gestures and he has his explosion gesture. Quite adorable. Cut to um, the hospital. Uh, Jenna and Toby, I guess Jenna's getting like a checkup, I guess, right on her, uh, on the surgery. Uh, Ren with Rienz is, uh, checking in with a nurse station. We have a Ren Toby glare down. Uh, Ren Kingston, by the way, is his last name. Ren approaches. Toby and Ren have a, they try to have a, can, can I say the sentence with fewer words than the other guy contest? How are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. How, take the cast off? Yeah. It's very tense. You can tell Toby hates Ren. And another prediction, uh, Jenna, quote, introduces herself to Ren Kingston. Uh, but as we know, Jenna and Ren are, of course, working as a team. So this whole fake introduction for the audience and I guess for Toby, but I don't believe for a second that Jenna and Ren aren't already working with each other. Cut to the school, uh, Emily and Spencer kind of having a chat about Toby. Like, oh yeah, did I really, did I drive him back to Jenna? Spencer feels like what she did breaking up with him basically drove him back to uh, Jenna. Then we get a little bit of update on Emily's end. Dad's arrived where he's got to arrive to. Mom's going to come back next week, a.k.a. episode 24. By the way, last podcast episode, you may have noticed I said a few names incorrectly. I'm going to catch myself if I do that again. Emily uh, tells Spencer about the text from Maya, which I didn't think she was going to do, and she did. And she does this a few times this episode, and I love it. Cut to the hallway. Uh, Jason walks up to Spencer and Emily, and he says, Maya, of all people, dropped off the bag. He left it on the front porch, she left it on the front porch and then ran away. So he didn't see her, but he assumed it was from Maya. Okay, so they're like, WTF? Maya? Cut to Hollis. Uh, Ezra doing what he does in his office. Knock, knock, knock. Ella's at the door. What? And they have a bit of a conversation. Ella basically says, Byron, 
Byron wants him gone. I think it's clear to everyone involved in the situation that Byron wants him gone. And then Ella says, okay, okay, okay. She asks him, is there anybody that would want to harass... Well, she doesn't use the word harass, but harass my daughter over what you two have. Ezra says, I don't think so. Then she says to him, is there anyone else that would want to do this to you, Ezra? And he says... I put in my notes, say it, say it, Ezra. And he said, might have been at one time, but not anymore. What the f*** is he talking about? Is he talking about his ex-girlfriend? Dude, did you forget Noel Khan threatening you in your face, season one? How did he not mention that to Ella? I do not know. It made me scream out loud. But I don't know if he's just being forgetful or he's protecting people. But Ella goes, all right, well, there goes that lead. And she leaves. Uh, we come back to the hallway. Amona is... Um, Basically empathizing with Hannah, like, yeah, Jenna sucks, Jenna sucks, Jenna sucks. And then chatting about uh, Spencer and Toby. And then Hannah says, I just need a few minutes with Toby. Is there anything we can do? And Mona's like, are, are we scheming? Pff, these are A tactics here, right? Cut to Mona and Toby. I guess uh, she's pretending to buy his uh, truck. And Toby is kind of in on it. He like He's kind of like, I think I know this is fake, but she mentioned something like a rockabilly. <laughs> A rockabilly thing. And at any rate, Hannah walks in and Toby's like, huh? And Mona's like, you two get to talk. So Mona runs away. Uh, Hannah and Toby talk. And she's like, why are you back with Jenna? He says the same thing again. He's like, she's my sister. And she says, do you remember what she did to us? And he says back to Hannah, do you remember what you did to her? Um, and I put in my notes, he's very defensive of Jenna. I, I can't quite figure out what's going on here necessarily. So much has happened. Hannah's right. So much has happened to Toby from her. From Jenna, what has changed? I do not know. Something has changed, right? Cut to the Hastings household. Emily, Spencer, and Jason are kind of going through this bag. Has a whole bunch of stuff. Some stuff is wrapped in newspaper. Keep that in mind. Aria shows up. Uh, she says, hey, I just popped in just to give you some exposition. I'm going to go talk to Duncan at Hallow Acres. Bye-bye. So she leaves immediately. Um, they find a music box, uh, Emily and Spencer, which I'm like, music box, music box. That's the thing you need to look at. But of course, they're like, it's just a music box. Mom Hastings walks in. Jason's like, I bet I should go. Uh, so he walks out. Spencer walks him out. And mom's like, did he invite himself? And Spencer's like, no, he. I invited him. And, she's, and mom says, leave it alone. Forget it. So uh, that's not going to be the first time they have this th discussion. Cut to the Hollow Acres airport. Apparently, Duncan was teaching Allison to fly a plane. Wow. Uh, and he wants to talk about Allison whilst in the air. Can you believe it, folks? It's all starting to come together. I think at the beginning of the show, I was like, how could this all happen? And we're slowly being given, bit by bit, the skills Allison acquired to do what sounds like an absolutely ridiculous escape plan here to fake her death. This sounds <laughs> wild. But they're giving us plausible, uh, you know, a plausible thing here. So, anyway. Cut back to Spencer's. They're going through the stuff. Once again, we see that music box. They don't pay it any mind. Cut to the plane. Duncan and Arya. Uh, so he lets Arya take control. And there's this little metaphor for Arya, take control of your life or something. So Arya's taking control of the plane. And Duncan starts to tell her that that this is the place where Allison felt the safest, away from them, they. And uh, Ari's like, who? Well, he says he doesn't know. It could have been a stranger, a former a former lover, uh, a friend. And he looks at Aria when, when he says that. And then he says, I saw Ian Thomas, right? He committed suicide, left a note confessing to everything. And Ari says it was faked. It was not real. And so the he tells her, um, well, they think, sorry. And Aria says, we think Ian was trying to protect somebody. He gives another piece of the puzzle to Aria here. He says, 
He flew from PA to Hilton Head in South Carolina, basically picked up Allison, and flew her back to Philadelphia, basically this Hollow Acres in Philly, or Philly suburb. And so Aria puts together that Allison was in town six to seven hours before pretending to come in that taxi. So she was in Rosewood for, for six to seven hours without anyone knowing that. Come back to Hollis, uh, Byron knocks on the door. Knock, knock, knock. And he's, he's like, you wanted to see me? And I... Uh, folks, huh, are we going to do this for seven seasons? So they're having a tense chat, and Byron's pretending like everything's fine, right? Oh, that job sounds great. And Ezra says, I want to tell you first, I'm turning down the job in New Orleans. I All caps in my notes. Cannot believe it. I said it at the time, and I'll say it again. This is a very messed up situation. I am on Byron's side here. Can, yeah, I'm on Byron's side. And, that, and I, actually, in fact, I'm almost not on, on Byron's side because he gave Ezra a huge gift, an enormous gift. This is a, Ezra even outlines it here. He says, this is a job. It accelerates my career by years. A huge opportunity. And they offered me the job. I'm turning it down. I'm turning it down. Byron can't believe it. Me, Chris, can't believe it. <laughs> and Byron's like, well, I try to do this. The, I try to do this the nice way. I try to do this the easy way. And I, and I think Byron, oof, boy, I mean, Byron looked absolutely furious. He, he contains it very well. And I, I appreciate the way uh, Chad Lowe shows us incredible fury without like going over the top. You can tell Byron is on his last nerve with this whole situation. He's like, I gave you an out. And I was just like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. I'm sticking around. And so Byron storms off. I just put in my notes. Ezra is so dumb. So dumb. I shouldn't even say that. Like, uh, Byron's idea of going to police would be what probably would 90% of parents would do in this situation. Oh, I can't talk about it anymore. Um, Emily receives an email from Maya. It's too long for me to transcribe, but basically it reads as a goodbye email like, oh, you're so great. A vague reference to Emily swimming. Completely fake. This email is 100% fake. Not a question in my mind. It says, basically, what's important to mention is that the email from Maya to Emily says explicitly, don't tell my parents. I'll tell them when I'm ready. Emily closes the lid on her laptop. And we've seen this before with Lucas. We're seeing it again with Maya. I don't know how they're, you know, and I don't know what Maya knows, but they're pulling people off the board uh, in these really weird ways. So Spencer is going through the bag, cut to the Hastings, and Mom walks in. Uh, she's, like, wrapping everything up. And then uh, as Spencer does, you know, Mom's like, I don't want to talk about it. We're just going to ignore it. And Spencer tells Mom every bit that she knows so far. She tells Mom about the blackmail, the 15K. She tells her about the checkbook, right, the, the money la- missing from her dad's accounts. And she says, Dad, hire the detective. Mom reveals, it wasn't your dad's idea. It was mine. So a little moment of little moment of cracking that ice with mom about this entire situation clearly there's a lot going on here that we're only just starting to figure out so spencer cut a short time later him and spencer are uh, chatting about the bag spencer dropped the bag off at jason's back porch and they're going through some of the stuff and the newspaper was wrapped in it was from july 2009 and it hit spencer that maya's parents didn't wrap this stuff up allison did and something really big I think they miss is some areas are highlighted. So they don't really look into that, but they're like, we got to get the bag back. 
get the team, get the bag, get the newspapers. So they're getting they're re getting everything back, right? Cut to the Montgomery's. Ella and Byron have a minor argument here. Ella reveals that she did talk to Ezra and Arya. Byron, Byron's like, Byron's like, great, you send them mixed signals. The only thing that stops Byron from completely blowing his top is Ella makes a good point. She goes, I'm glad I heard this as a viewer. She goes, I don't want him, I don't want them together any more than you do. But if we keep pushing him into a corner, Ari's going to run away or elope with him. And that's the first time Byron pumps the brakes a little bit. I think he realizes that as much control as, he, as he's trying to like squeeze out of the situation, there's a breaking point. And he's, and he's getting close. Cut back to uh, Hannah, bag retrieval. What a wild scene. What a wild scene, folks. She goes to the back porch. I'm going to take this step by step. When she gets, which actually before she even gets to the bag, you can see something going on inside. I was like, is there a newspaper on the, or is there paper on the back door? Um, so she grabs the bag. Boom. Jenna's face is at the back door. Fire inside. Hannah basically gets Jenna out, out of the, out of the house. Spencer shows up for some reason. So Spencer and Hannah pull Han Jenna away and then... <laughs> It, the house explodes. It looks like the house explodes, folks. It turns out the house didn't explode, but a huge fireball comes out. Uh, Hannah and Spencer save Jenna. Uh, we'll get to my theory about that in a moment. Cut back, cut to the hospital, and we're getting Jenna's side of the story at this point. So, according to Jenna, she got a text from Jason that was a voice text, right? It said, come to uh, my home. I want to talk to you. Uh, someone opened the door. She doesn't know who it was. And then that's the last thing she remembers. And then she says, Hannah saved me. Hannah saved me. Oh wow. Folks, easiest, easiest call I've made, easiest call I've made on the show. There's a lot of things about the show no one knows, right? A lot of theories, a lot of people doing stuff behind the scenes. Jenna did all of this. In fact, I think it's Jenna and Noel, based on that, if they have not done that end credit scene, I would not be so confident. Jenna basically did all this. She faked all this. She knew Hannah was gonna show up there. Um, they waited until she was, quote, saved by Hannah to trigger the full explosion. Completely 100% Jenna did all this. But uh, she puts on a great acting show to be moved that Hannah saved her. Uh, other Back in the waiting room of the, of the hospital, all the other liars are there. Basically, Arya fills the rest of the liars in on the whole alley situation from Duncan. Um, Ashley arrives and hugs Hannah. So there's a little, you know, sometimes when, you know, intense situations come up and there's been arguments, sometimes that puts the arguments Aside for the moment, and you can see Hannah and her mom have a hug here. And then uh, Spencer had a little bit of glass damage on her hand, so Ren's working on her hand. Uh, he fixes her hand. Uh, I did laugh when Ren called Toby the Carpenter. I love that nickname, the Carpenter. And then a really weird thing happens with Ren. He says, I want to be sure if you, don't, if you don't want certain things that can... How does he say it? He says, I have a direct question for you. Should certain things never have happened, basically is what he says. Very weird way of saying it. And But Spencer says, I wouldn't take back anything. And it was at this moment I said, wait a minute, how old is, how old is Ren? Are we basically doing Ezra and Arya with Spencer and Ren? Because Ren, I feel like, is well over the age of 18. Anywho, that's still a thing, I guess. Cut to the waiting room. Jason's having a chat with Arya. <laughs> <laughs> very simple question to Arya. He's like, what the hell was Jenna doing in my house? He was half his, he was halfway to Scranton. I guess he's doing a guest spot on The Office uh, when all this shit went down. So he didn't call Jenna. He didn't do any of that. Of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. Uh, and I'm guessing Jenna's phone's not going to have the mysterious text anymore, is it? Of course not. Uh, Mom's Hastings arrives. And 
Jason, I'm a fan of Jason. He does stare down Mom Hastings as soon as she walks in. You can tell Mom is doing a thing where she's taking, making sure her daughter's fine, right? Checking in with the other girls. She takes a seat, not making eye contact. Jason is just, boom, laser eyes on her. Very happy with this next scene. Very, very, very happy. Emily is in the hallway, and we hear her calling Maya's parents, and she tells her parents all about the email. Now, I don't know if that's the intention of A here for Emily to do this, but again, very happy she did. Uh, we see through the glass, uh, I think Spencer observed this, Jason sits down to Mom Hastings. Looks like they have a chat. Toby walks up and says, are you all right? Jen says, yeah. And he says, Jenna wants to talk to all of you together. Getting close to the end here, and I thought for a brief second, two episodes from the finale, Jenna's going to finally reveal the A network, right? Mm, not quite. Toby says Jenna wants to tell them something, and then they go in the room, and the crux of the conversation is, they're like, we didn't do this. And Jenna says, I don't blame you. And then, <laughs> then Toby says, get the hell out of here. So whatever Jenna was going to say, you know, I don't know. I don't think we got there. It was very, it was very strange. And then Jenna, again, Oscar-winning moment here, says, Hannah, did you save me? And uh, and Hannah says, yeah. And Jenna says, why? And she's <laughs> Hannah says, you're welcome, and walks away. Jenna, again, Oscar-winning performance. Um, ooh, I, scratched, I scratched the mic for that. Again, Jenna, Oscar-winning moment to pretend like this moment moves her, which, of course, we know is all fake. And then uh, cut to home. They got the bag back, so all four liars going through all the goods. They chat like, hey, did Garrett do this? Um, which I at the moment at the time thought, oh, maybe Garrett did do this. So they're kind of theorizing that maybe Garrett did this. We see that music box again, folks, and we just look at it and like, oh, look at the music box. But we don't. They find a postcard with a number on it, very random. Looking at clues, it's like they're doing an escape room. They don't quite not quite sure what to make of all this stuff. There's a gazebo, and somehow they put together that she was at the gazebo around the time of her disappearance. I think it's the gazebo where they were where they found her a year later. I think, I'm not hundred percent sure, but they determined that that's where they're going to go next. And then the music box, as if on cue, starts to playing starts playing a song. Post credit scene, see our creeper, which I'm officially recalling Noel Khan, plants a police badge. Uh, I noted the number two and four. I'm assuming that's Garrett's, which is all part of their plan to frame Garrett. What do we think, folks? Well, with two episodes left after this one, it's clear to me we're sending up Garrett to be the fall guy. He may end up revealing the A network out of spite. We know there's a gun in play. Someone's getting shot. I'm worried Byron's going to lose his temper on Ezra. I don't think he has a gun, but I'm worried. I still think they might try to set up Jason and or Garrett. Uh, so someone's get, someone's getting shot, folks. I don't know who. And Mona has given Hannah a bugged phone. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. So just when I thought A was losing power, I think Jenna actually took a page out of Mona's book because Jenna is now trying to gain sympathy, right? So Hannah saves Jenna. And now Jenna can pretend to be softer, right? And, and more open to Hannah, and bridge a uh, one-to-one gap, much like Mona has done. And clearly the conflict between the Mona group, the Mona A group, and the Jenna A group is growing. Oof, I've been Chris. You can find me on Twitch at MacToTheGow, M-A-C-T-O-T-H-E-G-O-W, MacToTheGow. Twitter and Instagram at Magoogs. I need to be more active. I know I do. I'll do it. I'll try. Please, con- please let me know what you think. I have feedback forms for all the questions from last episode. Love to hear what you all think. Love to hear if you think I should review the new show, the risk of spoiling the old show. Um, hope you're all doing okay. And just checking in. Are y'all doing okay? Good. Well, I've said way too much. Mm-hmm.